What episode are we on? <laughs> what episode are we on now? Four? No. Introduction, gossip, social media. Q&A. Q&A. Five. Six. Six. No, Q&A was Valentine's. Oh, no, it wasn't. We're on episode six. Fantastic. And we've got two very special guests with us today for the first time ever. Say hello. What's up? What's up? <laughs> right, we want you to introduce yourselves. Say your name. Your age. Your age. Where you're from. Where you're from. How you ended up in this room currently. A bit about your story mm-hmm. up until this point. Go. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, my, my name's Jordan. I am 24. Uh, what was the other questions? How, how did you get here? Where are you from? Oh, from? I'm Carrick Fergus. I'm a god of the Izzy's room by the stars. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no uh, so we're in actually, uh, we're all in the same class together. We're all the besties. Yeah, it's it's quite a strange one how we got here. It's good that um, they, they start up their own podcast. Uh, so it's really encouraging to see and then they invited us on today. So it's really encouraging. So yeah, we've been friends since the start of this year, haven't we really? I would say so. Yeah, it's really, yeah it's really I didn't really cool. start speaking to it this year. Yeah. yeah. I think the chapel, I think it was the first week of chapel, me and Izzy started talking on Shirley Shaw's testimonies, and that really, really yeah. just developed the friendship from there, yeah. yeah. And then Leah. I don't know how we started talking, we just did. That was about tractors, probably, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. So, yeah, it was, it was interesting. How, like, do you want to say a bit, a tiny bit about how you got to Bible college, how you chose to come to Bible like college? Like your testimony, but in like 30 seconds. Yeah, so my testimony, very shortly. Uh, so, yes, um, I grew up in the church, but I never really believed in God. And then I think I was about 16 or 17, and that finally got saved. Well, he was an alcoholic for 15 years, so it was quite hard mm-hmm. on the whole family. Mm-hmm. But my mum maintained faith throughout all that. She was praying from about 14, 15 years, like, and I really took off from there. And when my dad passed away, uh, thankfully he was saved six mm-hmm. months before he died, so that was a real answer to prayer mm-hmm. on mum's side. But I never really. You know, like, if you're a kid, like, sometimes you're even God, and other times you're like, nah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think I almost resented God in that. I tried to portray that I didn't believe in him. But whenever you're resenting somebody, you, you obviously believe in them if you hate them. That's so, true. So it's it's that thing of, yeah, so I took down a bit of a, a troubled troubled couple of years, getting kicked out of college, you know, experimenting with different things in life. Mm-hmm. And then whenever I was about 21, you know, whenever you kind of just get broken to your knees, mm-hmm. and you're just like, right, this is it. And then I cried out to God. And a bit of hardship and he didn't save me from that situation or the situation from the past he saved me off the sins obviously so oh, so yeah i kind of just went on from that and i think you know like whenever you're going to bible college like everyone says oh, i used to go bible college yeah like and you start praying about it and then all of a sudden it comes about so that's how i kind of um, what there. do you think you're going to do with yourself after bible college i have no idea <laughs> but that's the whole <laughs> that's the whole of theme of this day that's the whole beauty of it just going day by day mm-hmm. Right, right, fantastic. Well, moving on to Timo. I'm Timo. Otherwise known as Tom. I was, <laughs> I was born 20 years ago. And I'm, I live in Bangor. And how did you, why are you here at Bible College? I'm here because I, I, studied, I studied music technology for two years, thinking that God was leading me to be a sound engineer. And it was all this, all, every, everywhere I looked, that seemed to be the case. Mm-hmm. And when I started working as a sound engineer, I, I kind of hated it. Mm-hmm. And I kind of felt like I was at a bit of a dead end. And I was just kind of thinking one day, I was like, you know what, like what, what am I actually like, interested in? You know, what, what fascinates me? 
and I just thought like God and theology so I just thought I didn't I don't have a long-term plan but I just thought I'd come here and, and study it and so here Fantastic. I am. I didn't know a bit about a sound engineer yeah. I didn't know this. Why yes not? so before we start on today's topic we thought we'd answer a few questions mm -hmm. from Instagram for you guys. That's class. So Leah do you want to choose one of the questions? Um, who's your favourite person at BBC? That's such a hard one, like, isn't it? Well, that's going to go for you guys. Yeah, go on. Then. Yeah, who's no. your favourite person? You can't really give the question answer and say everyone's really No. no. Joy is probably. Oh, I thought it was going to say you. But, like, out of. Obviously. Yeah, mine is your friends. Okay, Timo's your number one friend. Yep, yep, yep. Of course. Oh, no, but then you have to take care of the rest of the clan, Sammy Mills and all. You know, like, shout out Sammy Mills. You can't have favourites. You can't have favourites. But to be honest, Joy would probably be, she's a person who... Joy listens, you know. Joy yeah. listens, so she'll yeah, hear that. That's brilliant, so... Hi, Joy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think Joy would probably be, she's the one who's inspired me the most, even throughout all the hardship I've had over the past couple of months. Mm -hmm. You know, and like some classes, she's had the message still maintains to be a good tutor and a good friend, a lot yeah. of people, and really, really, like, that pastoral class this year. It's phenomenal. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Pastoria. 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 We call our girl Pastoria. Like <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, she, she's the one who really pushes me on and really helps me this year. Like oh. I think oh, everyone does, but she's just the one who scrummed the mind straight away and she's the one who's been crying for the most of the Fantastic. Right. Timo, who's your favourite person at Bible College? Raymond. Oh. <laughs> thanks tom thanks tom i was going to say you jordan but uh you didn't say me so <laughs> sorry <it's laughs> you raymond's a favorite really why raymond why raymond raymond's a great fella okay is that that's about it okay okay it's a linfield fan apart from that right. <laughs> okay next um and this is good because you guys are like best friends here yeah um should friends be able to call each other out in life well it's actually happened the past couple of weeks. I mean, and both called each other out. Okay. But I think it really, I don't think it's a, it's a good solid friendship if you aren't doing it. Yeah. If you if one person takes offence, then I think certain aspects of the friendship need to be worked on, mm -hmm. and also that individual person's life as well needs to be worked on. So mm -hmm. I think if you can't take criticism, then I think maybe you're a bit headstrong. You know, I mean, you've got to a few things in yeah. your life. But it doesn't mean it's always going to be easy to hear. Like it can be yeah. hard. It can be hard to hear. Yeah, like the past couple, past couple times you call each other, right? It's uncomfortable, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But yeah. at the same time, it's out of love. Yeah. And that's a big thing. Like it's, it's if it's done with right intentions, if it comes across like here, you shouldn't be doing that, and then you start a little bleep and swear on words. Uh -huh. You know, like, <laughs> like it, that's not come across. But I think if you if you really have good intentions and love that yeah. person, then I think that it's kind of a place of love. Then one hundred percent, but it's kind of a place where jealousy gets involved, or mm -hmm. yeah. um, like there's so many different scenarios you can put in. And so do you find after you have those conversations, because we found this, after we have the conversation, like, for example, one of us might be jealous of the other one, mm -hmm. but we, we say, I'm feeling like this, mm -hmm. like, I just need to talk, we need to talk about it. Mm -hmm. After that, you feel like, oh, our friendship's actually deeper now mm -hmm. and stronger. Yeah. 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 I think maybe you're awkward at the start of trying to get back on track. Yeah, you the know, next day you're a bit like, oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, look who it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, me and Tom's, like, friendship, Best friends, friendship Aww. has Aww. really grown this year. Like, but seeing such a short space of time, I think it's. Yeah, how did you guys really become cool. friends? Because you weren't friends last year, were you? This is a, a weird story. Oh, I don't even know. It's kind of. Well, we, didn't, we didn't talk much last year. We didn't no, know. Like, we I feel like last you last didn't year. talk much last year in no, general. Just in general, yeah. Because today in general, <laughs> <laughs> you were saying this. 
Cindy was talking, like we told Cindy we were doing the podcast but today. Too. And she was like, opposite end. She was like, oh, those two are opposite. We were like, no, they're actually like best friends, Cindy. They're actually really sim- like more similar. Cindy than was talking about, I, I must travel today. Oh, she like mentioned how you two were like polar opposites. Yeah. And I was opposite like, oh, but yeah, she was like, she just thought you were very quiet though. Yeah. And I was like, well, Cindy, well, they- I didn't think Tom spoke last year really. Like I, I remember, I remember we were talking about people in the class, like who, who, who do you really enjoy? Mm-hmm. Like who, who are you friends with? And then I remember us being like, I haven't heard Tom speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, I, I, I acknowledge I, I'm an introvert, especially on new people. But you know, once I get to know, know people. Yeah. Yes. So we said to her, we said to her. One thing. Cindy, Cindy, Cindy she Tom's like the funniest person you'll ever meet. See one thing. I don't try to be funny. I just, I just well, say, that's what we try. We said that too. I just find you funny. Just uh-huh. like, yeah. One thing about our friendship that I really, I think the reason why we are so close is because we're bringing the best in each other. No. Like Tom would be very, like, see, especially in the library, like, he'd sit down and do work and I'd want to talk about the work. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the two different mates. Like, so one person's doing work and another person's not. But at the same time, like, Tom would be very much in his own thoughts and he would be able to process things very well. Yeah. And that's sometimes the things I would lack in. Do you have to? Like process things by talking it. Sometimes you, I, I, you probably process by being by yourself and thinking yeah, about it. Yeah. I feel like you're like that. You you you're okay with like coming to a conclusion in your head mm-hmm. more than I'm like. No, I need to speak this out to actually know what I'm yeah. thinking. So how did you start to become friends? So, do you know one thing I really admire about him? Right? Like seeing where you meet. Is this answering the question? See, seeing where you meet new people. I'm very talking about very chally. Yeah. And then he's a bit more laid back. But like it's good because I can have conversations and then he can just like bust them down and you know kick down doors not like he's a he's a man behind the plan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll check that. Yeah, yeah, yeah the 18. I don't really know how we start. I can't really remember. It was this year, right? It was this year, but we just kind of eased into it and then eventually we started having deeper conversations and we became closer. But then rush things and that's why it's not last. <laughs> yeah. I feel like one of your gifts. This is really deep, but seriously, one of your gifts is you don't give up on people yeah as in like i think there's so many people in our class even me that like you spoke to and it was like even if you weren't getting much back or even if it was like you'll keep showing sure like, you, yeah. you, you keep trying to push and push and push and then it's like then the other person feels like oh this guy genuinely cares mm-hmm. and then it's like oh i'm i feel really like i feel mm-hmm. like i'm friends with him now yeah. but i feel like a lot of people would say that about you that's really nice thank you you're welcome thank you you're so welcome that is absolutely yeah Right. Anymore? Yeah, you go on ahead. You ask the question. I can't remember the last time I sat on the carpet. You're only going to be going past eight. <laughs> it's quite grounding, right? Yeah, it is like, quite grounding. Definitely, here's wants to know: Does God plan what cereal I'm going to eat, or is it my choice? You asked this question. Definitely. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> does God plan what cereal I'm going to eat, or is it my choice? It's your choice. Next question, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right, okay. Um, if you could go anywhere in the world, oh, where would you go? Sorry. I wanted to ask a question. <laughs> right, no, quickly say a place you want to Thailand. go. Thailand. Thailand. Sweden. Don't say banger. <laughs> I've been there a few times. Mm-hmm. This is a difficult question. Mexico. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> This is a difficult question, Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> right, this I'm is a good one. Good. And I've thought about this a few times. Are you ever scared that you're wasting your life following Christianity? No, I think it's better off to live your life for something than live your life for nothing. <laughs> I mean, and saving the thing if we are all wrong, at least we've left our life for purpose. Yeah, and yeah. Good purpose. Yeah. And something that's being positive to humanity and positive to ourselves. That's and so positive true. To others, instead of just 
living a worldly life. I read a quote, it was like, if Christians are wrong, at least we've just wasted this life, whereas if you don't mm. follow Christianity, you've wasted eternity. Yeah. Oh, nice, nice. that terrifies me, but also I'm like, okay, mm. yeah. What do you think, Tom? So, no, I would, I would agree. Yeah? Yeah, no, I, I would agree. I think we're living for something. Like, obviously, it's if you're, if you're passionate about something that turns out to be false or wrong, that wouldn't be nice. Yeah. But, yeah, as you say, like, you, you were living for something. Mm-hmm. And, it, and and it's what you said reminded me of Pascal's wager. I don't know if you've heard of that. No. No, go ahead. It's, clever, clever. So he said, I would rather live my life believing there is a God and find out there isn't mm-hmm. than live my life not believing in a God and find out there yeah. is. Yeah, exactly that. But then my problem with that, right? Oh, no. <laughs> I know I've just quoted it, but I do have a problem with it. Go on. That if you if you believe in in God simply for fear of like going to hell or something, then yeah. that's not really that's not really you know good reasons for a relationship. Is that, is that not part of it? But in fear of God and fear in the afterlife. Fear of God, but yeah. like see the first like 12, 13, 14 years of my life, I was only a Christian because I was scared of hell. That's probably the only reason I was like, oh, if the Lord comes back, I'm going. Like I'll be fine. That's only. I was scared the trumpets all go on and then I come home, my family be gone. Yeah. That's like the only reason I was a Christian, which is what you're going on. Whereas now I'm a Christian because I want to, you know, it's out of love and yeah. admiration, but before it was just out of terror. And- yeah. I'm sure there's a big difference in your relationship. With God now. Between those, those two different reasons. Yeah. For being a Christian. Yeah. Like the first, like my whole, I think it's why I was kind of brought up like the denominations. It was very much a hellfire kind of thing. So I was like, right, I need to be saved so I won't go to hell. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, I'm a Christian because look at all this fantastic, like there's so many fantastic reasons. Do you ever sit in class sometimes and think, because this is similar to what this question is, sometimes I was sat in class and I'm like, if this is wrong, like if this ends up being wrong, I've literally committed my entire everything to this. And then it's like, if this is wrong, I'm going to feel so stupid. But then it's like, but deep down, I know it's right. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there are times when I'm like, flip, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. But then that's just a fleeting moment. Yeah. But I also feel like that adds to, it reassures to me that it actually is right, the fact that I'm questioning it. Yes. So it's like the, I wouldn't give myself my whole life to something if I didn't actually think, even a tiny bit, there was some truth in it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it kind of confirms to me, no, it's okay. You know, it's okay. It'll be fine. <laughs> I wouldn't have come here if it wasn't true. Exactly. But I think everyone believes in some sort of God. You know, it's, it all comes down to everyone's living their life for something anyway, and whether it's yeah. for themselves or making or a goal out of things. Yeah, yeah. Then it turns into like, what are the worship? Like, people worship alcohol, people worship love, people worship yeah. sex, people worship yeah. rock friends. and roll. Yeah. <laughs> sex, drugs, and sausage rolls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, okay. More, more serious question. Mm-hmm. Do people take Jeremiah 29 11 out of context now? For those that don't know what that bit of the Bible is, Leah will read it to you now. I'm going to look it up. I do know it, but I'm going to look it up. Just, just to make sure you get it word for word. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Do you think people take that out of context? I would say, in a way, yes. Mm-hmm. Because people people use it for reassurance that people might be worried about the future, which is obviously normal. Um, and people use that verse as reassurance, like, oh, everyone's going to be just fine. 
but we got to remember that that verse was written just before that was verse was written to the Israelites just before they went into exile mm -hmm. and everything stopped for 70 years mm -hmm. so I think that you know God's long-term plan is going to come into fruition and ultimately everything is going to be okay and we do have hope in a future but not necessarily imminently like those Israelites who died and never saw that that hope come come into fruition so I think that it's it's you know it's it's yeah you use that verse as, as comfort but just remember that don't expect everything to be fine and dandy mm -hmm. yeah. all the time I think that say as you were saying there like that's God said to his chosen people so see I not earth like like we might die next week and have a horrible time till next week, but we are promised an afterlife. And yeah. like that's a big part yes. of being a Christian is we have a promised homeland. Mm -hmm. And that this, this is just a stepping stone for us. Every day might be horrible. Like, and you might die randomly. Do you know what I mean? But actually, that verse can still remain true yeah. for God's people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was just going to go off exactly what you said. The bit where it says plans to prosper you. I think people take that as in, oh, God's just going to bless me like abundantly in my life. But is it Philippians where it says to live as Christ, to die as gain? You know, the the, the better thing for us might be to die and go home to God. Uh -huh. And that would still be a fruition of that verse. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So. That leads us perfectly onto the theme of today's episode. We've had a few people suggest in past weeks mm -hmm. that we should talk about how to know what to do next in life whether that's you're going from high school to college or high school to university or leaving university or leaving a job mm -hmm. any age literally any age and how to know what's right how to know what god wants i feel like a lot of people think what like what does god want me to do and so we thought we'd just share a bit about our experiences in um, knowing what to do next and what that looked like for us and what you guys should do yeah. if you're in that position. Um, have you ever been in a situation in your life where your face was like two, like you don't know what to do, your face yeah. was like you can go in two completely different directions. And how did how did you come to make that decision? How did you know what was the right thing to do? Um, it was actually it was just before I started here. Mm -hmm. uh, I started getting heavily involved with Opsum. So that and. Uh, got the option to fight semi-professional and ended up winning titles around the UK and I was fighting down in Dublin just before I started. It was actually during the summer before I started um, Belfast Bible College and I really thought my call was to turn professional okay. and boxing and well, obviously there'd be a longer process but keep on training for fights and like, that's, a thought, that's a thought process I was going on and then there was a personal training before I started here. I thought I was going to be a personal trainer and even before that when I was 16 I was a landscape gardener and then I started doing the gritting, you know, like putting salt on the roads. Uh -huh. And I thought, it is me, it is me set for the rest of my life. And then after that, I was working in factories and then, but nothing ever felt right. I never felt like, this is me, this is what I, like, it's like that song. This is me, this is... Is it Camp Rock? Is it Camp Rock? Yes! This is me, this yes. is yes. me. Yes, yes, yes. I love that That's song. It, so. See, even with all the things like I was doing in life, and if, well, it was like the discipline from the boxing, mm -hmm. or whether it was the personal training, or whether it was landscape gardening, I brought skills from each of them in the today, and it's all about our past experiences. Like, no season of your life is wasted. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so true. Yeah. Like, even if we go out in the ministry, even if we go out and do whatever it may be, like, oh, like God will use all them skills. I feel like there's this 
general idea in life that you've got like this like you've got like this one thing mm-hmm. that you're meant to do in life whether you believe in god or not like some people think oh like like what does the universe what will the universe lead me to what's my fate do you know what i mean and i think that's just not how life is meant to be i think even people in the bible they didn't just do one thing they had like different like they did different things throughout their life for different reasons and i think you could be 40 and still think i i don't want to do this career anymore i want to change and that's that's all part of it and i think like even when i think back to my testimony it's like i did all this photography i thought i was going to do photography at uni got a place mm-hmm. then went on my gap year met michael but then it was like a horrible gap year it was like i really didn't enjoy myself i was doing media and then i was like i came to bible college because i met michael and that's why i'm in northern ireland not why i'm at bible college but why i'm at bible college in northern ireland but then i was like when i first came i was like well why did i ever like why did i do that gap year then but can you see now why you did that but and then yeah. it's like well now now someone wants to employ me and the only reason I'm equipped to do that is because I spent that gap year yeah. not having a great time, but learning the skills that they need now. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, even though it felt like, I feel like I'm in the wrong, like it feels like I'm not in the right place. Actually, regardless of where you are, God uses the position that you're in to prepare you for what else he's got for you. Mm-hmm. I feel like even if I hadn't learned all those skills, like if I hadn't gone on that gap year, I wouldn't be in Northern Ireland. Do you know what I mean? And I think there's always a reason for every aspect of life or even god turns every aspect of your life or all the down down parts for good yeah no i agree like what i mentioned earlier when studying um music technology and mm-hmm. thinking that that's you know what god had planned for me and that you know i had to pull pull apart on that um it, it, i do look back on it and think i wasted those years and i'm yet to see those skills used like what you said about that you thought you'd wasted those years, but you know, those skills did turn out to, you know, came in handy. For me, that hasn't happened yet, whether it will or not, who knows. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that God's plan for our life is more to do with the relationship rather than duties. Like, you know, I don't think God has a timeline of you're going to go to this school and then this college and then this university, and then you're going to work here for three years and then here for five years. I don't think that's how it works. I think that that um, in whatever we're 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 doing, we're to honor God, and if we're doing that, then we're within God's plan. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Whenever you're, I think that whenever you're making the, when it comes to making a decision in life, God may tell you which one to do, but He might not. Mm-hmm. You know, some people are like, "Oh, God told me to do this." Well, He might, but He might not visibly tell that to someone else. But I think as long as you're seeking God first. Yeah, you can seek God first, and wherever you go, He's going to use that. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I like the quote where it says, "God doesn't call the qualified; He qualifies the called." Mm-hmm. So true. I was just like, you that, think that one? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. love that. So, like, no matter where you are or what decision you make, like God's going to use you wherever you are. Uh-huh. And if I think back on my personal experience, I've said this before, but. I thought for when I was in sixth year that I wanted to do business studies and I flipped like I flipped love business studies and was quite good at it. And I was like, like this is what God has like this is me, I'm sorted. But then when I felt when I came to making decisions in sixth year, which a lot I know a lot of people are listening are at that time, 
and um, but you're thinking you need these were jobs and I felt like my world was upside down turned upside down when I felt like I had to, I was being called to go to Bible college I remember thinking oh, all all my hard work has gone to waste and but I know it hasn't like there's skills that I've learned there like um I do think in the future where where my interests are which is in like like church policy and public policy and things like will 100% use my you know skills that I've learned um in business and stuff mm-hmm. but yeah I think all the matters as long as you're seeking God wholeheartedly he'll use you wherever like mm-hmm. the way I visualize it is God maybe has a bit like a idea of like life for us like it's a straight line but we're kind of like a wavy line throughout that mm-hmm. and we kind of go in and out but we're never off the and even when we're out here God's going to use us to you know mm-hmm. so like we're never off path or off the track that God has had for us I remember thinking I feel like a lot of Christians think God will like I want God to like put a road sign on the side of the road say spelling out yeah. exactly what he wants me to do and if that doesn't happen or if someone doesn't come up to me randomly and go god wants me to tell you this is what you need to do then it's not then i shouldn't do it and i also think well i thought anyway i've heard so many stories of christians like having like a passion and then being called to something completely different and having to like stop all the things that they love to like pursue this other thing that was actually better for them and i think sometimes we assume that god's not going to want us to do the thing that we are passionate about do you know what I mean? And I feel like actually God God gives you gifts for a reason. And I think, for example, if you're someone that loves doing art and you're really good at it, but you're thinking, I don't know if I should do that at uni, should I do this instead? Like, what does God want for me? If you can't think of anything else and you love art, why not just go do art? Do you know yeah. what I mean? And it took me so long to recognise that God doesn't always say, this is what I want you to do. And God doesn't always like, give you this really big revelation and say this is the one option for you he just like god wants you to like live for him mm-hmm. and if you're doing that through whatever you're doing then great do you know what i mean mm-hmm. i feel like there's just a lot of there's like this general idea within christianity especially among like people choosing the next things that god needs to like say the one option that you need to do or put it in front of you randomly or do something completely different to what you want to do which isn't always the way. Another thing I think is, especially as Christians, I remember when I was then at sixth year and thinking, right, right, so I'm going to go to Bible college. That's when God will use me. Uh-huh. That's when I'm going to be able to, like, fulfill my purpose that God has for me. And then, so technically, I kind of, that whole summer before, I was kind of thinking, oh, I'm kind of in limbo here. Like, God can't, like, this isn't part of my purpose yet. This isn't part of my calling until I actually step through those doors but that's not right either you know your purpose doesn't start when you enter a new job or your calling doesn't start when you walk through a new set of doors like again there's another quote god doesn't god can use you when you're in the waiting room mm-hmm. you know like that summer before I was just sitting thinking right when I get when I get there then I, that's me that's me set mm-hmm. but no like he could like he used me that summer I'm sure there I can't remember now what I did over that summer but like I'm sure he installed like and talents and gifts and you know to prepare me for that so when you're making a decision as well I think it's important to remember that your purpose and you living for God does not start once that decision comes to fruition God can use you right now in the even decision making God can install 
and teach you things like discipline and wisdom and patience even when you're making the decision mm -hmm. so it's not any less part of his plan for you than the actual job or role or whatever it is you're deciding upon. Mm -hmm. and you just said like about the purpose being to live for god mm -hmm. i think a lot of the time like we think god what's my purpose like is it to be a teacher is it to be like a preacher is it to be an artist is it to be a footballer but actually that's like that is not our purpose like that might be the career we have mm -hmm. but our purpose ultimately is to glorify god and so it's like i think we often think there's an end like our end goal is when i get to this yeah. job or when i have this many children or like when i'm married do you know what i mean but actually it's like you can live out your purpose every single day of your life. It's not just about the pot, like the stage in life you're at, because ultimately the end, the end goal is to get to heaven and be in eternity mm -hmm. with God. And uh, I think we lose sight of that so often and think, oh, what like what's God's plan for my life? Yeah. When actually it's like, are you glorifying God right now? Because if you are, then you're living out your purpose. So you can you can glorify God as much in the decision making as you can in the role that you're deciding about. Uh -huh. yeah. Right. And that's not to say God doesn't call you to something. Like he might have like a position that he wants you to be in. But again, that's not your pur that's not your fundamental purpose. Yeah. Just being open, like just being like God, I want to do your will. So I'm happy to do whatever you want me to do. Um, and just leave me in the right path. And like praying that prayer whenever like you're mm -hmm. thinking about it. But then I forgot what I was gonna say. Think. I think they're right, but I think you're right. Yeah. The big pressure that we that we're all called to, to go out and evangelize. Yeah. We're, we're already called to do that anyway, Bible college or not, as part yeah. of being a Christian. Like if we go to work in church, it will only be temporary. Everyone in this world will just be temporary. Mm -hmm. And it's a fact of like we should be doing everything as you're saying for God anyway, so it shouldn't matter. Yeah. But I think there is a big pressure in it. But I think that we're not just called I think we're Christians, people think we're called to change the world. We're not, that's not our goal. But if we can change one person's role, you know, in the world, that's a major, major thing and let God use us through that. Yeah. We, if we have to evangelise to the whole world, if we're not called to, but if we feel that call to evangelise to one person that certain day and that certain time and that exact moment, yeah. then God will use us through that. It's about listening to his calling. You ever heard of starfish theory? No. <laughs> you two with all these things. I've, I've heard the starfish for a, a young boy is walking across the beach and he sees all the yes. starfish washed up along the shore. Yes. And he starts picking one up and he threw it in as far as he could. Mm -hmm. And he moves on the next one, picks it up like and throws this. it as far as he could. And the old man goes over and says, Why are you doing that? You're hardly going to see a boy starfish. Mm -hmm. And the young boy just looked at him, picked up another one and threw it as far as he could into the water. And he said, Well, just save that one. I'll just change that one. Yeah. Oh, that makes me shiver. It's like you can't. We can change the whole world, but we can change the world for one person. Yeah. Through Jesus, not on our own strength. Through yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Jesus can change the whole world, you yeah. know, for a person. So, in terms of. So, if someone's listening to this and they're thinking, I have no idea what I'm going to do, whether they're Christian or not, like, what would you, like, what would your advice be to them? No idea to do. So, they're at, like, school like mm -hmm. if they're doing like if they're choosing what you need to go and they to, have no idea where to go. go to move jobs not move jobs yeah. no idea i think the prayer about it and speak to people. i think yeah about it well first of all you have to pray about everything eat sleep pray repeat Amen. <laughs> this morning, you sent me a message in fact <laughs> eat, eat sleep, sleep pray, pray repeat, repeat. <laughs> so good but it is so true 
Mm-hmm. I think yeah. see speaking to people, God uses other people to speak to. Yeah. So find the people close to your circle and taking a step out and going on the adventure, open days, going on adventure, mm-hmm. different things. And before you walk into a building, pray about it. Mm-hmm. And if you feel like that's where God's leading you to go, then jump to your feet in. And see if it doesn't sit, it's something else. Yeah, if it doesn't sit, it doesn't mean God won't use you there. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. yeah, because I feel like if we go with the idea that God can't, like God only has one place for us, one time, whereas yeah. that puts so much pressure on us, and we're such yeah. fallen humans that we're going to make mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. So chances are we are going to end up in a... I also feel like it gives us a diff, like a more limited view of God. Yeah. Like, yeah. do you really think God God's just going to work in this yes. one place that you're meant yeah, to be? Right. Like, it doesn't matter what decision what decision you make, God can work in that decision. Yeah. And I would agree. I would say whether you're a Christian or not, just like say like before deciding, like God, I want to do what's right for me. Mm-hmm. Just try it. And like I think things really start changing. I've experienced this recently. Things really start shifting when it's like. God, I actually just trust that your plan is bigger than all these hurdles right now. So I'm just gonna give it all to you and just trust, trust in you. Mm-hmm. And then, like after that, like after you've given it all to Him, like take opportunities that come your way. Like something might come up, and it, it can be like you can either do it or not. If it's if you think it sounds good, then be like yeah. okay. And I think it's taking the little opportunities and like just entrusting it to God, mm-hmm. but also being open to things that might come your way and just trying it yeah. and seeing decisions don't really need to be made that day either no. i think everyone's like oh here i have six months to choose what i'm going to do mm-hmm. six months is a long time as well mm-hmm. i mean like what i said earlier on like the days fly or the, the days drag in but the years fly yeah. by that's <laughs> yeah. so true but like if we think about it even jesus started off as a carpenter yeah the next thing he's one of the greatest preachers of all time but he started yeah. with 30 yeah he's actually like right so i think there's so much pressure put on today. But... Yeah. Well, and also, look, look what Jesus did when he had, like, he was about to embark on something or, like, mm-hmm. he took, he removed himself from a situation, yeah. went off, yeah. prayed about it, uh-huh, and he, mm-hmm. he very often went and spent time with himself. Yeah. So if you're coming up, and make a, like, just take a step back from everything and just almost look at, at it from an outsider's perspective and just, I think, just pray about it. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to feel emotion because shortest book version of the Bible, Jesus wept. Mm-hmm. So Jesus felt burnout, Jesus felt emotion. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to rely on God. And I also think maybe speak to someone, like, don't make this decision on your own. Mm-hmm. Like, speak to someone, like, if you're a Christian, maybe like like a mentor or like your pastor, mm-hmm. you know, someone that. I also just want to stress if. I remember going to college and it was like, I was one of the only Christians and it was like, don't just, don't just listen to the person telling you you need to apply to UCAS. Do you know what I mean? Don't just listen to the person being like, you need to choose something, like you need to choose a uni. Like take a gap year, Mm -hmm. like get a job, make some money or take a gap year and look for a fun gap year that you can be part of. Like you don't just have to do this one thing, do an apprenticeship, see if you want to do that. Like you can always change. Like you can be 80 and change what you want to do. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm 24. I'm going to age you. So you're about 20, 21. So I'm like three years older than you, four years older. But yet I'm in the same situation as you are. Age is just a number. Age yeah. is just a number. Age is just a number. number. But I guess I think it's quite fascinating the fact that, that God has us all here for a reason. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just about waiting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is. It's like that. It's like the, what do you call the traffic lights? Mm-hmm. You know, like red stop, amber, 
and then bring go. And sometimes it is just waiting. Yeah. And sometimes it's about listening to God. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. But God will send you opportunities. But have you ever heard about the man? Who's on the... <laughs> no, I'm being serious. This is really good. Have you ever heard about the man who's on the desert island and he's stranded? And he shouts out, God save me, God save me. And a helicopter flies past. And he says, no, I don't need a helicopter. I need God and God's going to save me. Uh-huh. And the helicopter flies away. And a boat, I wouldn't say drives past. Where do you go whenever it's in the sea? Like, floats, floats past. Yeah. And he just waves at it and said, no, go on, on. God's going to save me. And the boat goes on past, floats past. <laughs> so, and then the man dies and goes to heaven. And he turns around and says, God, why didn't you save me? And God said, I tried to. I sent the helicopter on her boat. Yeah. And so, and it's yeah. a wee funny, like, like a funny image in your head, but at the same time, it's so true. God does send us opportunities. Yeah. But it's just sometimes that we lack faith or yeah. trust too much in our own self. Yeah. Or sometimes we think, oh, like God's going to speak to me. And like, again, like mm-hmm. this big, like massive experience is going to make yeah. me blind like Paul. And then a few days later, he'll make me mm-hmm. see again. Yeah. But actually, sometimes mm-hmm. it's as little as someone being like, oh, do you want an interview for this job? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. like, oh, this is an opportunity for you to go to this place. Because I'm thinking when I made the decision to come here in the end, it wasn't that someone sat me down and was like, you're going there. Or I didn't see a big sign across the street saying, you're going to Bible college. It was the peace that I felt that I knew it was from God. It was just like, the, I just remember it was like this overwhelming sense of contentment and peace. And I was, I, you know, was so sure that that's, this is where I was meant to be. So in that situation, if you feel peace about something as well, because God is God of peace, isn't it? And he's not a God of chaos, so mm-hmm. he's going to give you peace about it. And, and what if you don't feel anything like that? Like, what if you don't... Well, I felt the same way with Bible College <sighs> this year. Like, I only really felt in place in Bible College no. this year. Like, last year we were online. The first four weeks of me being here, I didn't even have a laptop the first week. I didn't think <laughs> I had a laptop. <laughs> I walked in the first day of uni, walked straight up to the front, wore up to sit. I thought class started at half nine, then it started at nine. Like, I was so overpowered. God took that all in consideration and just I took a wee, it took me a while mm-hmm. to realise that God really wanted me here instead of me just realising that God really wanted me here. I took that yeah. final bit of I think I think that like sometimes, you know, I didn't feel anything major that was telling me to come yeah. here. Like, so what I did you go off? <laughs> did you go off? Well that's a, that's an interesting question. Go on. <laughs> Nothing really. Yeah. I just... went I went off. Yeah, that, that seems pretty interesting. Yeah. I'm gonna go pa- do your that. passion, your interest. And I don't something you know, people always talk about this is where God led me and I'm like, I don't know if God led me here specifically to this yeah. to, to, to do this. But it goes back to that that if I use this for his glory to, to serve him, then this is exactly what I'm supposed yeah. to do. Yeah. But see the way you turn around said here, that looks good, that looks cool. Is that not God already like pushing you in that direction and you just following your faith? And that's yeah. how strong your faith is. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, like whenever people just be like, well, "I don't really know what led me here," but you're here, and you're here for a reason. Uh-huh. But can you, can you not? Can you not want to do something or feel inclined to do something that isn't God? Isn't God? Well, do it's we just know? Your own intuition. That's a good question. But is God not the reason behind that? Because you're see, that's what inspires me about you. Your faith, like, like see the way you're saying, like that's you saying that it's so humbly, like you're humbling yourself before God and just saying. I also think so I have a friend who went to uni and for the first year she she had a horrible time she hated it like to the point where she was like I'm gonna drop out Mm -hmm. um and like the whole year was just it nothing 
went really well and she started to think why am I here like is this actually God's plan for me should I even be here and then towards the end of the year she made some Christian friends they asked her to they asked her to live with them and then this like she's in third year now graduating this year and she's having a nice time and she now feels comfortable there but again it wasn't this peace like she didn't feel peace mm-hmm. but towards the end she realized okay like this is my place so again you might go somewhere and not be sure for a while but that doesn't necessarily mean you shouldn't be there like i think also give things time because yeah. you can't base it off your feelings either. yeah give things a chance are change. Well, god will use that yeah. as well if you do feel every place for the first two years god will use that emotions mm-hmm. you because know, you won't be the only one who felt out of place in uh-huh. life and if 10 years time you're walking down the street and you're talking to some boy and he comes around and says yeah i feel a bit out of place at minute you'd be like well here I think it all comes down to as long as you're seeking God and wherever you are, mm-hmm. He's going to use you, and also nothing goes to waste. Yeah, if it's for the kingdom, nothing will go to waste. And it's like you can be a hairdresser and Anything. and be living out your purpose, glorifying God. Yeah. You can be a yeah. fireman, you could work at Tesco. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like, so, obviously, <laughs> the biggest decision and probably I'm assuming the best decision we've ever made is to follow Jesus, right. And I'm thinking, like, um, what am I trying to get out of this question? Um, what would you say to someone who's maybe listening and they like the whole sign of this Jesus thing, but they're not fully decided on? And yet, like, can you give, like, a few examples of why it was the best decision you've ever made? Just to encourage someone, maybe. I think that, do you want to ask us one first or do you want me to? I, I could give it a go. Go for <laughs> it. You give it a go. Go for it. You give it a go we we're we're created to worship right that's pretty clear whether whether you worship god or worship something else we have this everybody has this longing for something else that's why you buy new stuff that's why you're always looking for a better job Mm -hmm. if you're thirsty right Mm -hmm. there's water to drink Mm -hmm. if you're hungry there's food that satisfies that hunger Mm -hmm. so logically there is something to satisfy this longing that, that you have. And nothing else does that. Like it's clear that, that not, nothing material things and jobs can't do that. So what is it? It's 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 Jesus. Yeah. Um Yeah. So I think that as you said, it's it's the best decision and it's just it's about following truth. Like yeah. what's more significant if, if if what the Bible says is true? What could be more important than that? I've got a question for you on on that. So again, that sounds fantastic. That sounds like why wouldn't I want to do that? What if some (laughs) you're welcome. What if someone's like hearing that and then they're like, but I just like I just can't believe I just can't believe in Jesus or like heaven and like with all the stuff. I I can't see it happening. Like how do you still believe despite all those like questions? How do you wake up every day and still decide to follow Jesus? This could go off in any number of directions, whether it be the reason for the reason for suffering or like if if you think I don't know, I don't I can't believe in Jesus, you need to think about why. Mm-hmm. Is it logically, is it you think, nah, like, you know, people don't rise from the dead, that doesn't happen? Or is it more like a like an um, emotional thing that like there's so much suffering 
I don't I don't know if we have time to get into those things here, <laughs> but it's definitely something to 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 um, explore. Explore, yeah. yeah. Um, in terms of like the suffering thing, like we need to remember that we we live in a fallen world. Um, you know, Genesis chapter three, like the fall. So people people do bad things, and I think it would be easy to believe in God if. If everything was was perfect, but I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's 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 a difficult it's a difficult um, yeah. question, but it's, it's it's a good question. No, but I like that. I've never thought about that before. Like, to whoever's listening and they're thinking, like, why is it that I don't believe in this, and why is it that I don't want to commit to this? Like, like, what is the issue that you're like thinking about, and why do you think? You worrying about that like i'm thinking some people are thinking i don't want to have to follow all these things rules. but then it's like well what like why is that but we already follow the rules already like there's no like there's no yeah. land and see you not committing to something is you committing to doing nothing mm-hmm. and it's, it's if you don't want to make a commitment to something and you're really and you're really trying hard not to make a commitment well, you're committing to not making a commitment <laughs> and it's, it's just it's a, it's a strange yeah. thing, but there's proof all around us. Like, yeah. We, yeah, we can't see God, but we can see the effects of God. Mm-hmm. Like, if we said, if you even type in testimonies on YouTube, like, and if you don't believe half, if you don't believe half of it, then listen to the other half. You know, there's a lot of truth in what's yeah. what is around us. Like, we can't see God, but we can see yes. the effects of God, and we can't see wind. You can see the effects that of wind. True. So, what would you say? So, again, what would you say to someone that? Yeah. So, we're assuming the best decision you ever made was follow Jesus, right? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. So I'm just clearing up. Wasn't Chinese last week anyway? Come and chill, chicken. So, give like, do you want to give a reason as to why? Yeah. Like, it's a purpose. It's something that cannot not be found in the world. I really do believe that. Like, whenever I was going through a bit of hardship, and whenever I was running about, and you caught up on things, and you caught up trying to find that identity, but it can't be found here. And it really can't be found. I think your identity through Christ will last forever. And that's one big thing that, that really stands by me. And see that security of, like, even like Jeremiah 29, like, and it goes back to that. And I would, I, I would like reading that verse whenever mm-hmm. I'm a bit down, because mm-hmm. it does provide me hope. And people might say it's false hope, but it's still hope in God. And see whether that's people are saying, oh, you're taking that for a fair context. Well, that's okay for today. And I, and I really, no, I don't think it is. I really believe that because, like, see whether that's okay or not for today. Like, I know where I'm going tomorrow by pass. I know exactly where I'm going. And see whether I misinterpreted one Bible verse or half the Bible. That that's all relevant because whenever I get to heaven, God's not going to turn and say to me, "What do you think about Jeremiah 29 verse 11?" <laughs> well, that's where you take that. No. Well, of course not. But you know, you shouldn't take a Bible verse the main and, point. and get see take, the main take a point from it that yeah. isn't. It's not trying to make. Yeah, I agree with you. That's okay. I agree with what you're saying. But it's just, I think people get so caught up in their views of the Bible. Like, each of us will have four different views. Yeah. And that's okay. But see, as long as we have the one view, that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Saviour and he died for our sins, then that's all that matters. Like, see one, like the Bible college where there's so many different views. Like, yes, we're going to all sit and argue because each one of us will think we're right. And then our views will change tomorrow. And then tomorrow we're going to think we're right. Yeah. Like the one message the Bible has to say is, is the gospel. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. 
But yes, 100% I know what you're saying. But don't take verses out of context. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but as we're discussing in like a lot of classes, like there's so many different ways to read the Bible. There is. And it's just an appropriation to the time. And if we relate the Bible to the time today, it's like each day we can take a different message from the Bible. Each time we take a different yeah. version. Yeah. It just depends on our situation. Each day you're coming with it to the Bible with a different pair of lens on, yeah, aren't you? Yeah. One day you might be feeling sad, so a verse might look slightly different to yeah. you. But yeah. I also think if if you think I would like God to speak to me, mm-hmm. read the Bible again. Send us a lemon emoji. We will send verses yeah. or passages that you can read, and yet we but we would believe that God can speak through anything. But one of the ways that He speaks to everyone is through Scripture. So we would say if you're thinking I've never felt like God has spoken directly to me. Read the Bible, and sometimes certain things stick out, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, this really speaks to my current situation. Mm-hmm. Um, or try praying. Or try praying. Yeah. Either or. Or both. Both would be better. Both would be great. Yeah. Right, well. Who wants to... Does any, anyone want to pray? Any of the new people want to pray? <laughs> Go for it. Do you want to pray? Yeah. Yeah, fantastic, yeah. I'll, I'll give it a shot. What can you do? What can go wrong? Well, this is it. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, and praise you, Lord, for this opportunity, Lord, to, to speak out, Lord. And we pray, Lord, that this message, Lord, that it will reach out and touch the hearts, Lord, of many, Lord. And if it doesn't reach out and touch many, Lord, it will touch one person, Lord. Heavenly Father, we thank you and praise you, Lord, for, for Leah and for Izzy, Lord. And we pray, Lord, that they continue to look to, towards you, Lord, for strength and encouragement whenever things get hard, especially when dealing with this podcast, Lord. But Lord, this podcast, Lord, we just pray, Lord, that we pour the blood of the Lamb over it, Lord, and that we can strengthen, Lord, and encourage and motivate others, Lord, to follow you, because that is our true purpose in life. And no matter what direction the viewers or, or the four of us may go in life, that's all for the purpose of you and to live for you. So we thank you and praise you, Lord, for all the blessings you've given us, Lord, and Father God, we pray and give thanks, Lord, for your son dying on the cross in our place, Lord. We love you, Lord, for all you've done for us. And we ask these things in your son's name. Amen. 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 That was a great prayer. That was a, fantastic that was a very good prayer. Love oh, that. Well done. Right, wow. So Let's say goodbye. Goodbye, Goodbye. And next week's we'll, the... Um, we'll see you next week. What's next week? Relationship one again, isn't it? No, I thought we'd do that in two weeks. Oh, okay. Never mind. Right, well, have a great week, everyone. Thank Goodbye you. to Thanks you. Thanks for having us on. You're so welcome. Anytime. Anytime. This was fun. Did you actually enjoy that? Yeah, yeah. that was really good.